Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to the Pleasure and Prosperity Podcast. I'm your host, Laura McPhee, and this show is here to support you in increasing the pleasure, joy, and orgasmic bliss in your life while you prosper in your business, finances, and relationships. If you're a coach, healer, light worker, entrepreneur, seeker, high achiever, or spiritual human on this planet, welcome home. And thank you for all the work that you do in the world. This podcast is here to nourish and feed you all along your journey. You'll receive lots of gold nuggets when I vulnerably share my personal experiences, especially in the bedroom, because sexual energy is powerful, pure, creative, life force energy that created us all. We'll also clear out limiting beliefs that have been holding you back so that you can easily align to your heart's desires and we can all co-create new paradigms and a better world together. It's my intention to create a community of love, support, understanding, and open-hearted communication, as well as repair, as we all walk together on this journey as imperfect human beings here to create amazing, positive ways of change. So if I ever say anything harmful, please share your feedback with me on Instagram at pleasure and prosperity so that I can clean it up and do better. I believe that we deserve to have it all as we rise together serving the world from our overflow and being the change we wish to see. I am so excited to be on this journey with you and to dive into today's episode. Hello loves, today we're talking about amazing anal, soul penetrating anal, the real, the raw, the dirty of it all and we're so excited. (laughs) I have David on. Again with us today, who is an intimacy transformation specialist and spiritual mindset coach. How are you doing today, David? Very well, Laura. Thank you so much. (laughs) And this is kind of like a series of David. So if you're really excited about this podcast episode, you can go back at the end or at the beginning. It's your choice how you desire to receive all these podcast episodes. He's been on a number of episodes, so you can go back and listen to a bunch around how we got together at Path of Passion and had shapeshifter sex and play parties and kink and spanking and poly and expansive erotic blueprint pleasure. So much that we've talked about and we're going to be succinct in today's episode. We're setting that intention to be all about anal. So thank you so much for joining us of this conversation. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Mm-hmm. So for me, I guess, from my side of it, um, I was kind of against anal for most of my life. I was like, my actual sex hurt. It's like, I'm like, vaginas are self-lubricating. Supposedly I was not lubricating enough at the time when I like wasn't orgasming and like wasn't by myself or with partners, like getting there for orgasm. Um, so I was like, that's supposed to like, that's like the normal place to have sex and it hurts. So I like, couldn't imagine (laughs) anal, especially when I started with like, I'm like five, 10 ish. Um, so I had a lot of like six and above partners at the time. So I was like, no, like it hurts. They're too big. I'm like, that's where like 
penises are supposed to go into vaginas, like for baby making, like that's normal. And I don't want it to hurt more somewhere Mm -hmm. else. So I was pretty against playing with that for the majority of my life. Um, Mm -hmm. I started to open up more and more into it. Like the more I got into the pleasurable space with my vagina where I was like, okay, I'm having orgasms. I'm having squirting orgasms, like multiple orgasms and expanding my pleasure. I was like, okay, I'm in like a much better space. And I think that my first time having anal was with a lover early in 2019. So I met David in the end, like fall part of 2019. Um, But I was on like this incredible date with someone and like literally everything that he was doing to my body was awesome. And I kept getting all these yeses and yeses and just like, he was so good at all the things. And I was just like, okay. And he was like desiring to play there next. And I'm like, well, everything's been great so far. And you've been like so good with everything. So um, we played with anal and it was so fucking good and delicious. And I'm like, okay, cool. I like anal now. (laughs) And we're also going to talk about like some of the energetic pieces of anal in this episode. So afterwards, like there was just like this different feeling after sex, like after having anal, it felt like without knowing the better word for this, like it felt empty. I like felt different. And then I was like, am I hungry? And I like ate food and I'm like, that didn't really do it. Like I just felt this emptiness and I have zero idea of what that's actually about, but I've come to since then know with my anal experiences with David that like I need cuddling after like I need more self-care after you know to feel full and I don't know what that is in my body (laughs) about me where I'm just like I now know that so I want anyone who is starting to play with anal to have like such a big permission slip to ask for what you want to ask for more lube to ask Mm -hmm. for things to go Mm -hmm. slower for like you as the receiving party get to slow everything down get to ask for what you want get to tune into your body get to like discover the unique things about you that you need want and desire and I've noticed with anal sex with David it's definitely felt much more holistically full because we have like sex with love and intention and overflowing energy and it's Mm -hmm. been such a better process and I don't feel that like empty hollowish feeling after anal sex so let's start with just getting some of those basic things out of the way we won't go into too much detail just because there's lots of classes out there there's lots of Mm how-tos that that can get into better detail than i can but um just the basic thing is is like there's basically no such thing as too much lube um, you know, you, you know, you should be very aware of the risks of STIs associated with anal. It's much higher than, than other forms of sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you should always clean up, even if it doesn't seem like you need to afterwards, cause, uh, you just should, cause you're playing at poop's house, you know, poop <laughs> will show up. Right. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so, you know, like those, those kinds of basic, simple things, take it slow. Don't feel like, you know, it, it, you know, if you're a guy who's penetrating a partner, uh, don't, don't, uh, get more enthusiastic than is feeling good for your partner. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely possible to have anal sex that does not hurt at all and is super pleasurable. It does not have to hurt. Mm -hmm. So So, we got to that point. Oh my God. So fucking grateful. (laughs) 
And so, and, and, you know, some people look for, for numbing lubricants and stuff like oh, that to, to, so that it doesn't hurt, but that's, that's, that's bypassing your body's pain and bypassing uh, the body trying to tell you something's wrong. Yeah. So, you know, d- don't, don't use those um, trying to avoid the pain just so you can do it for your partner or something like that. No, it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say a, f- a, a very small number of my partners enjoy the pain mm-hmm. and that is totally legitimate and acceptable, but you should be risk aware. You should, um, you should know what kinds of, uh, things will, could potentially come from that. And, um, you know, don't just do it cause it feels good. Do it consciously knowing what the risks are. You know, I'm a big proponent of risk aware, uh, play. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So those are those are the kind of super basic mechanical things about about playing with the booty. Mm-hmm. Yay! Thank you so much for educating everyone. And yes, definitely inviting everyone to do their own research. This is all for like edutainment, ed- like entertainment purposes. Totally mm-hmm. take care of yourself always. Yeah. So what would you like to add about anal and your experiences oh. in the male's perspective of penetrating? <laughs> so I have had the very great honor of, of um, having anal sex with quite a lot of my partners. It's a, a big kink for me and I really both enjoy having anal sex and I, um, I think it's super erotic, but I also love introducing people to anal sex. That's a, an, another kink for me. Mm-hmm. And um my very first sexual partner introduced me to anal sex and it's been a part of most of my relationships. And I can say with, with firmness that um, the most important thing to enjoying good anal sex is trust. Yeah. Sort of a bit of a broken record if you've been listening to our other (laughs) podcasts, but I cannot emphasize this enough because my experience is that when my partner truly feels trust for me, truly in, in her body feels that she trusts me, her body relaxes. And um, uh, with anal sex, you have two muscles, right? That are closing the anus. One is conscious and you can open that one. You can choose to open that one. Mm-hmm. And the second one is unconscious, right? It is a, is, uh, I think, uh, I can't believe I've forgotten this name. This is silly, but it's like, like it's a mm-hmm. reflex thing. You can't, um, you can't choose to close and close and open it consciously. Okay. Uh, people who spend a lot of time working with their body figure out, you know, ways to sort of trick themselves into it, but it's never a conscious thing in the same way that the, the other side is. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that if you feel afraid, if you feel tense, if you feel mm. any level of, I don't trust this person, mm. you are going to have a painful experience. That is my, my experience. And that's been true for me with lots of different parts. I've had partners who tried to bypass their own boundaries to make me happy and it hurt them. Mm. I've had partners who we were having a fight and we tried to do our normal thing. I think this might've happened to us even. Right. Like we had like not a fight, but like, like we had like a moment where something was up and we tried to bypass and it hurt. Yeah. Right. And and it's it's and that, that those kinds of things have made it just abundantly clear to me. 
trust is the most essential ingredient and feeling like you really do trust your partner. Mm -hmm. So like, there's no such thing as going too slow. Right. Right. If as a man, your fantasy is to absolutely rail your partner's ass, (laughs) like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love doing that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And one, like if your partner isn't there yet, the way to get there in my experience is to go slow, yeah. right? Get to the place where your partner is enthusiastic about the experience, not wait, you know, don't just be like, Oh, I begged her enough for it. And then she let me do it. And then next year we'll get to do it again. You know, right. <laughs> like, you know I, I know people like this it's, to me, it's tragic. It's like, that's, yeah. you know, like I was talking to, to a partner one time, um, that I was, I was like, look, I know that this is a part of my sexual life that I want. I want this in my sexual life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't feel the need to settle for somebody who's just curious or, or anything like this, because I know that there are partners who will absolutely beg me for it. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. And it's, and I want that. I love that. Right. I, <laughs> um, consent is everything right it's it's mm-hmm. the key to getting every one of your fantasies fulfilled <laughs> yes 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 and from my side of it like we started super super slow with it and we can kind of like mm-hmm. share some of that journey and like yeah. the more comfortable i got the more i could handle everything and the more i wanted it and would encourage you to go faster mm-hmm. harder all the things so exactly. with us I think we might've touched on that a little bit when we talked about like the first time we had sex in our shapeshifter sex episode. Um, Mm -hmm. But like the first time we played together at all, um, we did like flogging and all kinds of like shapeshifter pleasure. And there was like massaging of my ass and like very Mm -hmm. energetic play and very sensual play. And I feel like in most of the mainstream, people don't talk about that, that people mostly talk about, the sexual blueprint of anal sex, which is like yeah. the penis. Getting the cock in there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in there with lube on it and just go. And for a lot of humans, especially women who are in my world who tend to be a lot more energetic and sensual, I really want to invite mm-hmm. you to play in your blueprint with it more. And I've invited okay. clients to do that. Like I've shared some of my stories and then they're like, oh, now I'm playing with this. Or like, I've been playing energetic for the past couple of months and now I'm ready to like open to the next thing. Like inviting you to listen to your body, to lead the way and to play mm-hmm. in your blueprint. And just like other things, as you expand your erotic blueprint, your stack and shift, you can be like, oh, I like the sensation of this now. Ooh, I've opened to this and now this feels safe. Mm-hmm. So I have access to a whole other world of pleasure now. Like, um, so that was super big for us that like we had teased a lot of like anal play. And yeah. I think in my brain, I had made such a big deal of it because when I was a teenager, I had all these bad impressions of like sex oh, hurts in my vagina. I can only yeah. imagine how horrible this is going to fucking suck. And like, <laughs> I was yeah. just like, no, um, for real. <clears throat> anything you can do like so i'll I'll talk about what um i've experienced introducing new partners to anal Mm -hmm. right um uh one of the things that that i find is just super super true is that when you tell somebody who's maybe never considered having anal sex before or they have and they wrote it off like you 
mm-hmm. right? That, you know, that all they can imagine is how much it's going to hurt mm-hmm. is anything you can do to just give them experiences of their body that are pleasurable yeah. helps to open up the idea that, Hey, maybe this isn't going to absolutely suck. Maybe mm-hmm. this is going to be nice. Maybe this is going to be really lovely. Mm-hmm. And then all of that, like fear and anxiety and taboo transforms into excitement, yeah. right? It's like, look, you know, it's like you get to feel that like sense of accomplishment and that sense of adventure, mm-hmm. right. Of like something new. I, you know, with people who, and, you know, always with consent, right. I never, ever, um, you know, like if I have a new partner and they tell me I never want to do anal, we're never doing anal, Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I'll make my desire for anal clear, right. It's like, I really want that. Mm -hmm. I really want to fuck you in the ass. I want Mm -hmm. to, to bring your body to levels of pleasure. You can't even imagine right now. Yeah. I absolutely want that. Mm -hmm. But if you, and once I've made my need clear and I say, I say that, and they say, I never want to do that. I never bring it up. Mm -hmm. Right. I might, I might joke about it because I joke a lot, but, (laughs) but I don't, I don't push for it because I just think that, that there's no way to achieve the level of intimacy and connection over that activity that would be desired. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, so I just, I don't dog people for things that they're a hard no to. Right. Um, And, you know, like if you're a guy who's like, I crave having this experience and your partner is a hard no, and you've discussed it you know, take that desire in yourself seriously and be like, is this something I can go without? Or is this something I need to explore in my lifetime? Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, I'm, <laughs> I, I have a hard time imagining wanting to break up with somebody I love over anal, but like, <laughs> like but you know, like, don't, don't, um, don't put yourself in the situation where you're begging somebody who doesn't want what you want right. for something. Right. He's like, cause there are people who, everything you want in your life, you can absolutely have a person who is not only excited to do that with you, but is relieved that they've found somebody. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, um, the thing that I've known about teaching new people uh, to introduce, like introducing their body to pleasure is going slow Mm -hmm. certainly with the penetration piece, but doing things to make that, like, just make their body aware of that part of them. I'll, I'll whisper dirty, like sexy Mm -hmm. things in their ear about their ass while we're having normal sex and Mm -hmm. never, never even touch their ass, you know, like, you know, and then like maybe just like massage them and talk about how sexy they look and how beautiful their body is. Mm -hmm. Right. And doing all those things to, to bring, pleasurable imprints into that place of their body and then after you know some time with that maybe weeks maybe months of like eroticizing it in their mind Mm -hmm. to the point where they're they're saying a legitimate yes i want to explore then uh exploring with maybe fingers maybe Mm -hmm. toys Mm -hmm. right and small toys or, and maybe not even penetrated toys, maybe just like vibration toys or, you know, all kinds of stuff doing whatever brings pleasure. Right. And that's the trick, right. Is does this bring pleasure? Cool. Let's keep going. Because the more you open up pleasure to an area, the more it wants, right. It's like, it's like, Oh, I've, I've enjoyed a little bit. Now my body's excited to feel that. Yeah. Right. Rather than, 
oh, oh, it's, he's getting too close. It's too much, you know, like, right. it's just so much easier to just ride. Like what you want to do is you want to go to the edge of the pleasure you think you can take and then add like 10% more pleasure than that. So that, that you're, you're, you're pushing just a little bit past your own, uh, uh, anxieties and going like, Oh, Oh, that actually felt good. Because then when that 10% doesn't feel good, you know, where like, it's like, Oh, okay. We're too far. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know, that keeps it, that keeps you from, um, hemming yourself in. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like being super clear on things. And I know that we've talked about this in previous episodes, but if someone's like just Mm -hmm. jumping into this, like being super clear of like, you can play with a finger, but don't put your cock or like you can do this much yeah. and being super clear on where those fences are. Cause then mm-hmm. you can feel safe playing to the fences, yeah. which I'm trying to remember. I, we might not have done this, but um, one of my favorite things to use is uh, a nitrile gloves. Right. I think we might've played with gloves when you started spanking I, a bit. Yeah. I, I was, you know, I think I, it was a while ago, but um playing with nitrile gloves is a super nice way to introduce this because one, the texture of nitrile with lube mm-hmm. it is really nice. Like it just, it feels really nice. It's very easy to insert because the nitrile isn't absorbing the lube. It stays for a long time. Um, and it's easy to do things like spank for a while and like um, <laughs> nitrile can feel kind of sensual and, you know, if you're not looking at it, it's a little weird looking, but like, <laughs> you know, like but it's, it's like, oh, it feels nice. And it's, it's got that sensuality to it, particularly with, with like lube or like, you know, something like that. It's like, oh, it's, it's, you know, like massage oil or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you know, you can be very sensual and then the insertion can be kind of like subtle alongside that. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done, you just take the glove off. Yeah. Right. And you're done. <laughs> and, and you don't have to worry about all the cleanup and all the, the little, you know, your nails really you know, like, you know it's like ew you know <laughs> um but it's it's a really nice way to uh to up the sensuality of the experience and for me as a person who has a kind of strong uh but like undertone sensual blueprint mm-hmm. um both lets me create a sensual experience and then my sh- my sensual shadows just doesn't have to deal with anything right? yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh yeah i love that and um i appreciate you saying that because in my brain at least from like high school on of like boyfriends and guys <laughs> talking about anal it sounded like i'd have to do this quote anal training so I had started to get like my head wrapped around to like, okay, well, there'd be like ways to stretch my ass and like do things. But right, I totally right. thought the only way to get to anal sex, pardon? You have to play eye of the tiger the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a bad joke. <laughs> yeah, just like go to the gym with my ass. <laughs> Which you have to do in life without mastery, only like a different right. type of experience. And, you know, and yeah, and, and not to kink shame. If, if anal training is somebody's kink, please enjoy. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought that the only way to do that in a safe, comfortable way was going to be with butt plugs. And that's what I was told. And I hadn't done a ton yeah. of like research earlier on in my sexual experiences. So I was just like, oh, okay, I guess that'd be the path to doing it. And mm-hmm. because all penetrative sex mostly hurt when I was. Um, yeah having my like early experiences with sex um 
even with like toys like I got a super crazy looking vibrator to like that my partner had recommended I think when I was 18 um and it had like all these bells and whistles like I went to a sex shop and said what I wanted and the person just like sold me the biggest ticket thing that they could and I was like well mm-hmm. I want a high quality thing so I'll take this but it had like bunny ears and twisting and lights and oh, yeah. like super I, I like, big and I'm just they, like those this vibrators look like if you twist them the right way a gumball come out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and it had like those metal ball bearings that would like go. And I was just like, yeah. there was so many settings on it. And I'm like, this should not have been recommended to me as someone who's <laughs> having my experiences. But that turned me off to sex toys for a while. So I was kind of like against butt plugs, even though I was like kind of getting sure. like fantasy of it. I'm like, okay, well, we could do that and play with it. And mm-hmm. um, so for anyone else who's had those experiences where they're like, I don't love playing with toys. Like, I don't want that to be the first experience. Like I want it to be a human. Yeah. You can play with. And I, I, I want to, <laughs> and I want to share butt plugs. You know, I think everybody's idea of, of getting their anus ready for receiving, you know, anal sex is butt plugs mm-hmm. with butt plugs. There are certainly lots of good training, butt plugs that it will teach you. But a lot of the time, what I see people go through is they'll get a set of plugs and they'll wear the little one, they'll wear the middle one, and they'll wear the big one, and they, you know, they get pretty good at it, but then they don't actually experience it making anal sex a lot easier, mm-hmm. and it's because what they're doing is they're, they're taking these plugs that have, they might have a fairly sizable bulb, but then the neck is actually very thin, mm-hmm. right, and so their, their mus- muscles are not getting accustomed to the width mm-hmm. of, um, the width of their partner's cock they're getting accustomed to what would amount to more like a a, you know maybe a large pencil right you know (laughs) um and like it's a decent place to start but um a lot of what's going on when you're receiving an anal sex is you are partially resisting that muscle's urge to unconsciously control Mm -hmm. and if your muscle has an unconscious resting length and is not accustomed to anything happening, it's going to try and close. Right. And that's how you can end up, you know, getting a painful or uncomfortable experience. Mm-hmm. Um, even after having tried to quote unquote train yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, be sure it would like, as you're buying toys or you're exploring, be sure to explore with maintaining openness with your toys rather than just getting something inside you. Cause really the only real obstacle to anal penetration is this, these is really this one tiny ring, right? There's two rings, but there's only one. That's the real, like, this is where problems get happen. Mm-hmm. The rest is pretty much, uh, open for business. So, you know, lots of people who, uh, get, um, into the world of anal play often report a very similar experience of, once you get past a certain, like, not just like the ring, but like a few inches past, um, it's a little bit of a vacuum and it kind of tends to sort of suck whatever is there up, which is where, uh, this is a very common thing. You'll hear lots of people say, which is why flared faces are so important. Yeah. You know, you can see all kinds of ER photos, (laughs) you know, it's like, yeah, no, trust me. It fits. Don't try it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah be able to take it out and hold on to it flared bases yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah very important <laughs> right so you know and and um 
you know, so make it sensual and just recognize that what you're doing is you're both a, you're not just stretching. It's not a tendon or a ligament. That's just like opening. You're getting you're, you're literally, you're getting your nervous system accustomed to letting this muscle do that. Mm. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So let's jump back into our experiences. Um, so we had played, like we were talking about this a little bit before the episode to be like, what was our journey with Anna? So mm-hmm. we were like, we had played a little bit with it. Um, kind of like the first round that we were together as a couple. Um, yeah. And it was like, it was good. It wasn't bad. I like, didn't love it after for me, my body like tends to be super sensitive. So I was also like, I'm not getting like, I'm not orgasming from it. It's okay. Everything else we do causes me to go into like so many fucking orgasms we can't count. And then mm-hmm. like afterwards I was like, yeah, it's a little bit sore. Sometimes I'm like, it's like looser. Like I'm used to having very healthy bowel movements. So I'm like, it doesn't like turn me on. It's not amazing for my body. I'm like, it's not really my preference. Um, but then I think we mentioned a little bit that last year in 2021, when I had my sensual energetic blueprints felt like fed so much from an event that I had recently gone to. And then I went to see David and I was like getting the sense that he wasn't so much in his sexual blueprint. So I was even trying to like tease sexual pieces and like, to be like, I'm fucking sexual blueprint. Like my sexual blueprints hungry. I hadn't been like cock penetrated by anyone since him last time because I don't let anyone penetrate me unless I'm a hell yes to it and I was like there's a ton of other ways to play which we can have a whole other episode on of like how you can have awesome fucking orgasms without penetration and being like completely safe with like not having to worry about pregnancy and stuff um yeah that'll be a really good episode to do I'll tease that for the future um So yeah, I was like, so wanting your cock inside of me and you weren't in a sexual place at the time. (laughs) We had like, we got together and we had awesome sex and then you weren't really in that blueprint. Um, Right. So for us, it was a really fun way to kind of like overlap where our blueprints were at, what was like honoring of both of us. Cause I really wanted to be penetrated and you were coming at it from a different position. So do you want to speak a little bit to how we got really amazing, epic anal sex last year? (laughs) For me, uh, anal, um, is very intimate, right? Like it really, it, it, it makes me feel very close to my partner. And, um, part of it was it, 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 I was going through a time period where sex didn't feel like it was about me. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I'd had a, a bunch of sort of failed partnerships that I'd felt used by. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it felt like it was very much about me in like, in, in I mean, I obviously met your needs, but it, it mm-hmm. uh, I felt very met, um, because of, of that mutual meeting of, of places. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember during that time period, um, it really meeting a kinky blueprint for me, right? You know, which did, you know, anal doesn't always feel kinky, but um, it very much did then. And it, right. it like in a very subtle, intimate way that was really nice. Yeah. Very lovely. Mm. Yeah. And for me, like it was definitely 
meeting the needs of like feeling your cock in my body again, which was like so good. Um, and we were able to go so slow and it was like so safe and so good. And we'd had all those experiences, like we were talking about before of building trust that it was just like coming at it from a different experience. And the other thing that I really feel like attributed to it was I had been in mentorship with Jaya for like over a year at the time. So we did sex mastery (laughs) mentorship where we were doing weekly two-hour calls, all kinds of resources in between. We were doing all kinds of books, all kinds of tantric practices. And we started to get in a really big practice of like releasing the anus. Like if you just like tune into your body right now, just like notice where there's contraction. Like people tend to have tight shoulders and unconsciously they tend to be clenching their ass. And still to this day, after like, I don't know how many years now I've been in this, um, where it's so interesting that if I'm like running around doing stuff or like making tea, I'll like consciously like unclench my anus. Like I'll like relax my whole body and just like the deeper physical embodied practices that I have of being aware of my entire body, being aware of my anus, being aware of like relaxing my body, bringing more sensations, more energy to my body. Like those practices have been really incredible so that Mm -hmm. I can relax. I can find sensation in things like, and Mm -hmm. that's allowed me to expand to be multi-orgasmic in a number of different areas in my body. So, um, I feel like that was also a really big piece was that I felt more in tune with my body and more in tune with my anus in particular, where I could relax and I could have more sensation there. So anyone who's at that point where they're like, Ooh, I'm kind of like a no to it. Or like, if you've been in a place where like vaginal sex is hurt, like I have been there. Oh my God, take time. I feel you. I hear you. And like take time. It's not true for everybody, but my experience is that oftentimes um, anal sex can be energetically really significant, mm. right? Like with, with most of my partners that I've had anal sex with, my experience is that it, it has brought up really powerful levels of surrender, mm-hmm. right? Like, and, and very, very strong feelings of, um, uh, I want to say almost like a kind of humility, Right. Like there's, there, there's something about anal sex that because it's not a consciously controlled thing, because it's not something that, um, comes so naturally and easily where you as lubricant and all the things, there's something about it that brings up a very particular kind of surrender. Mm-hmm. Right. Definitely. And, um, I think it, it's just worth being attentive to it. It's like, right here's a place where I don't necessarily feel like I have power, right? I don't have control and um, letting go in that way is oftentimes tremendously intimate and tremendously uh, uh, connective. And it's important in my experience when having anal from this place, right, being sensual with it, inviting us to, into pleasure for real, not just getting to the point, but like going in that way, ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> it, it's really worth it for both people, for both the, the person receiving and the, the person uh, giving, 
uh, and I'm really going to be specific to cock body people giving here because I think that there's there's a different dynamic when when it's not a body entering you right it's when it's it's a toy um but when when you're penetrating somebody to be really attentive to how they um it is so much more of a um I want to say sacrifice, but not in a bad way, but just like it's, it's, it takes so much more uh, choosing to open from the person receiving than it does as the person giving as the person giving, it's really not much. It, it's like, okay. Yeah. Like I've, I've done this before, or, you know, like, you know uh, I've been inside somebody in other ways before. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a person receiving, there's nothing else in your body that's like that. Right. There's nothing else going on for you. That's that's an unconscious muscle that Mm -hmm. opens for your partner. Um, And I think that sort of treating it reverently like that um, is how you can then arrive both after having had, you know, great anal sex, but then afterwards, you know, allowing any kinds of emotions that come up or needs um, makes it so the the potency of that experience is is all there because to me this is where a lot of people who don't enjoy anal quote unquote is it's because actually a lot of emotion comes out of it a lot of energy and emotion comes up but because they're not allowed to express that with their partner whether that that is because they think so or because they literally uh, it's not safe um uh that energy wants to come up but because it can't the anus contracts Right. And that's why they have miserable, sore experiences a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, I, I, my personal opinion is that I've had, I've had partners who they, they enjoy anal, but it always hurts a bit for them. Right. And then I, then I have anal with them and I go slow and I'm attentive to their body. And this time it doesn't hurt, but a lot of big energy and emotion comes out and I'm like, mm. I mean, I'm not saying it to them because it's a whole lot of energetic science, but like, <laughs> but I'm like, that's what's going on is yeah. it hurts because you have energy that wants to contract because it doesn't feel safe. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you saying that. Cause I'm like, yeah, like the way we have had and have had anal sex is different than like in my brain of how yeah. it would have been with a partner before where it's like, we're doing doggy style. And now he's just like, yeah. ass, and I'm like, Oh, right. yeah. um, totally. But with us, yeah, it was yeah, kind we, of like, sorry. I was just saying what we do does not look like porn. No, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, like there might be moments, but no, it doesn't look like porn. Right? Right. You know? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> okay, so now I have two thought processes going on. <laughs> I have jotted them down. So we will come back to them. So let's do the like shame piece because like the porn piece of I had seen a movie Zach and Mira making porno I think and it's like they had that where it's like he was ramming her ass and then like all kinds of just like shit poured out of this guy's head underneath he was like and I was just like that is fucking crazy and I'm like I get that it's a movie over the top for that purpose to make people laugh but I was just like I don't know what's gonna happen and like I don't have experiences of this and people don't tend to talk about anal I've had probably somewhere between 40 and 50 partners that I've had anal sex with 
Mm-hmm. And that has never happened. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that, that kind of a thing has never happened. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think there is a big mental piece to it of like getting over the, all of the things that we've seen or heard or like been fearful oh. of or shameful of um, around poop, around farting, mm-hmm. around anal sex in that way. So definitely building open communication which we've gone on and on about in so many of our episodes like having deep safe connected communication with your partner where you're present to what's come up and you like talk about all the things like if your thing is that you don't want to fart in front of your partner that is totally fine we have always farted in front of each other we have very Mm -hmm. human bodies that have natural experiences and the more you can accept that and love that and normalize that with your partner Mm -hmm. I feel will also open the experience to be like, oh, okay, I can feel safer here. I'm okay to be a human being who's imperfect and messy and dirty and all the things. Yeah, I feel like there's two two ways to to get through experiences that make us feel ashamed or gross. There's the the first way, which is to loving acceptance and transformation into it's like, no, this is okay. We're human and it's fine. The other is eroticism. (laughs) Like people, (laughs) and you know, like you can get a little into the like, like sort of the unhealthy fetish world for some people but um but it's 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 like yeah no it's like it a lot of people love anal because it feels dirty and naughty and it's like oh, <laughs> he's putting it there i feel so bad right you know it's like we're just freaking cute right you know, like, it's hot <laughs> right it's like it's, it's super cute right um and and it's it's good to to play with that and to do the things that it, it, like like let you engage with feeling loved and connected to your partner and just let all the shame go because sh- shame doesn't serve purposes in this way it's it's right. not meaningful mm-hmm. yeah and also having the blueprints help too to just be like oh, okay i have sensual shadow parts or i'm like yeah. i kind of want to like know what your cock's gonna look like after i want to know what i'm gonna look like after like having those pieces like those big question marks that were in my yeah. brain having open conversations around like my fears and worries about stuff and then being like oh that's okay i'm reassured here like being totally. a human is totally good and you talking about like yeah. well we're going to poop's house so like if poop is there okay cool right. we've yeah. gone to poop's house yeah. like <laughs> right yeah you can't be upset when poop's <laughs> you know, like I, right. I, I think it was um i was listening to a podcast i think it was reed mahalko that um that said that and i just have been <laughs> people ever since but um uh i i want to sort of like oh shoot i'm gonna forget the thought <laughs> right oh yeah I, I, in terms of talking about it mm-hmm. um this was more of something that i i told people when i was younger right because now now that i'm 38 this doesn't really it isn't really an issue but like if you're wanting to explore with a partner and mostly thinking of guys like like men who have cocks who want to penetrate their partners you you ought to be entirely comfortable with poop mm-hmm just in every way because if you're not the the last thing in in the world that a a woman or a man i'm who's sensitive um Mm -hmm. wants to hear after you know like uh opening up to a new level is like ew there's poop on my dick like it's like it's like like that that is the fastest way i can think of to never do that again (laughs) i'm like oh my body wants to like contract just like envisioning that scenario i'm like never again (laughs) yeah and it was like have a little bit more empathy for your partner and recognize mm-hmm. that like 
if you, just because you liked looking at it in porn where they've all like starved themselves for 24 hours before doing anything, <laughs> right? Um, like just because it looks good there, it's like, remember, this is a butt. She poops every day, mm-hmm. right? You know, like, you know, like, yes. like, and, you know, and it's, it's, if you aren't totally comfortable with that is what it is you're excited about, then you need to get out of your head mm-hmm. and get back into the central reality that you're a part of. Mm-hmm. And then you can be like, oh, you know what? That this is just what we do to enjoy this activity. Yeah. And it can be so beautiful and so intimate and, and mm-hmm. healing and super sexy. And like, you can have incredible experiences with your partner. Mm-hmm. And there's poop that happens sometimes. Yes. Oh, yeah. well. <laughs> right? like, I feel like just, you're maturity around that and i don't know if it's because you are a father and you've dealt with like poop and poopy diapers and like i don't <laughs> know what that, level that of your, like your neutrality around it was just so safe in my body and so comforting where i was just like we're good and like you'll handle anything that comes up and i'm so good and i'm so safe here and i'm held here no matter what the fuck happens or shows up yeah uh it, it wasn't really the being a dad that that did make it even <laughs> more easy to be comfortable because jesus <laughs> Right, raising kids is a poopy experience, but, like, <laughs> um, but uh, um, no, it was really just having so much anal sex. <laughs> like, like, awesome. like when when I was when I was younger, I felt mostly like it was like because it got normalized for me with my first partner. Right, it, it became the kind of thing. It's like no, you just clean up afterwards. Mm-hmm. I um, I mean, I recommend this for people having any kind of sex. Um, peeing afterwards is important, yeah. but particularly if you're a guy not using a condom, pee afterwards, please. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you, know, like, um, you know, just you you want to do. And I I tend to um, when I was younger, this wasn't in regards to anal, but in regards to like normal sex, I used to be really proud to like just like let it be messy, and I was like I'm reveling in the mess. And then I kind of like gr- got older and matured, and I was like, no, I clean up afterwards so that I can cuddle and that I can be close and not worried about anything. And yeah. that's tr- ten times as true for anal sex, mm-hmm. right? It's it's for anal. When I'm done, I get up, I get in the shower, and I clean off. I use use very good. Uh, uh, cleaning soaps and I make sure I, I pee and I do everything to like, make sure I'm as clean as humanly possible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is so appreciative. And then it's like, okay, cool. I'm so safe for the next time that we have sex in any way. Like, so exactly. Good. Exactly. And then to loop back around to like our experiences of mm-hmm. not at all looking like fucking a girl in the ass and porn, the way that we introduced it to the ways that my body got super pleasure from it would be that I'd be laying on my back, like similar to how you do missionary. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, like, I don't know why that wasn't like entering my brain. Anytime the partners had ever talked about it. I'm like, I love missionary. I love feeling a body on top of me. Like this is all the things that I desire mm-hmm. in sex. We now get to yeah. add that into anal. So cool. <laughs> and yeah, like I, I highly recommend for any woman who is, um, trying anal for the first time or trying to get to a place of more, you know, be in charge of the positioning. Yeah. Right. Because, um, every woman likes it a little bit differently. There's different Mm -hmm. ways. It's like, this is good for her and this is good for her. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's like your body is trying this new thing. Um, and, just be in charge. It's like, let's try that position. I want to try, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, and you know, if you want to be on top to control the pace, I think that's a brilliant idea. Right. Um, like all of those things. Right. Yeah. And 
whatever you can do to make your body comfortable and feeling safe and relaxed is going to help you get to the pleasure of the experience much more deeply and much more uh, quickly. Yes. So, so, so good. So when you were talking, how you were talking about like reverence and stuff, like I was thinking back to those experiences and when, especially we were starting, like you are so extra sweet and like so slow and like would like penetrate a teeny bit and then like be worshiping my like knees and kissing my legs and like not like the passionate sensual body worship that we've done in other ones but like still slow like very energetic of like penetrating me a teeny bit and letting me like relax to that space and feel like good in that space and like me having total permission that like we're taking orgasm off the table we're taking any end goal off the table which when all of your sex and your outcomes will become amazing in all the ways (laughs) that you don't even know are possible yet um so that would be my recommendation for anyone who's like similar to me that doing what we did was super helpful to like go slow Mm -hmm. and stop and breathe and breathe together and just just be like we're going to be here for a little while and like do teeny tiny micro movements and like having the sensation build from there like that was so so good for me and like led to us having all kinds of orgasms like I can have a ton of fucking orgasms just in anal now and I'm like that's really fun and I wouldn't have thought that that was going to be possible and I don't think that if we had like gone with that intention of like we're going to get lord orgasm from anal like that that wouldn't have come as quickly or smoothly so just being like we're going to play here now (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. And, and, um, as, as a dom, as a top, as a a man doing the penetrating and being in charge of the experience, I spend like 95% of the time that I'm having sex, paying attention to my partner's breath. Yeah. So like, as, as I remember when, when we were just starting that space of just entering you and going super slow, I do a lot of watching your breath and if i see my partner's breath catching mm-hmm. or like they're sh- breathing shallowly i'll just not move and i'll massage right because the, it, it it helps re-engage other other parts of the nervous system mm-hmm. right and draws you out of your head any anxieties you're having mm-hmm. um, and gets you because when you're just entering and just starting like that, you're not there to have orgasms. You're not there to create the big motions of sex. You're mm-hmm. there just to get comfortable being inside yes. of her, getting her comfortable with her, you, be, you being inside of her. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I want to, you know, it's easy for us to talk about how pleasurable it became. We had a lot of time together. We were already very familiar and trust each other a lot. Mm-hmm. I have had anal sex with partners that essentially amounted to me entering her for 10 minutes and then just stopping Mm -hmm. and not, not coming to any orgasms on either of our parts, Mm -hmm. not coming to any conclusions other than it felt nice for 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and it was, you know, her opening up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it was, it was that simple for a number of people. The first times that we had anal, it was Mm -hmm. not, there was no orgasms involved. And in all of those cases, I'm very happy to report, they all said, thank you for the experience. And they all enjoyed Mm -hmm. it. Some of them continue to want to try more. Some didn't. Mm -hmm. Right. But it it was always pleasurable and they're great. They were grateful to try it. Mm -hmm. And they're grateful to go to that. That distance is much, much better that way Mm -hmm. in my experience than 
than the other things I've heard of. And, and when I was much younger in particular done, like in my innocence, you know, just try it a thing. And it, I was like, I, some of my girlfriends, you know, we would try and they're like, that really hurt. And I was like, I felt heartbroken. Right. I was like, oh. I, I didn't want to hurt them. Right. Um, so it, it, it's, it's uh, being as non goal oriented as possible is in my opinion, the best, the best way. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I also appreciate how much we would communicate through the process. Like, and we've talked about this before, where like we talk during sex. It's not like, oh, in movies where it's bad to talk and check in during sex. We communicate during sex. We communicate afterwards a ton. We're like sex geek nerds. So we just love to talk about experiences and how it felt for me and how it felt for you and go into all the little details. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm even remembering back to for the first couple times, it would be a little bit of like my body, like, okay, I need to like intentionally breathe and intentionally relax when you'd enter me. But when you'd exit me, that would like, it's like, it'd be pleasurable for a while. And then when you would exit me with a hard cock, it was like, Ooh, there's like a little bit of pain there. And because I love living without pain, (laughs) unless it's like intentional and flogging and other things. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Different different kinds, right? It's like different types of pain. Um, we just played with, okay, well, what works? So when you would complete and like, we kind of found what worked for us was like you coming Uh inside of me, getting limp and then exiting. And that Mm -hmm. worked the best. And we also played with a little bit of like a little bit earlier before we were like, Oh, that's the thing that works. Like you'll just come inside of me and it'll be great. (laughs) Um, We played with like, you letting me know when you were almost at the edge. Like I was starting to like get develop more sensation in my body of like, okay, you're kind yeah. of at the point where you're probably about to be leaving me. Like we'd have more like tuning in sensation of that. And then like, I'd take a deep breath and like exhale together and you'd leave. And that would be like way smoother process. And just like, yeah. well, we're done anal sex and I'm going to like pull out real quick now. And I was just like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and also, um, I don't know if it, uh, I don't know if you just said this, but, um, the, we, we would work with breath. Yeah. Right. Like as, 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 and I've done this with lots of partners and it's, there's cause so what's, what's happening to get slightly technical mm-hmm. is when you're pulling out particular with a hard cock, mm-hmm. um, now you, you know, right. Remember we're working with unconscious muscles here, right? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what exiting feels like, right? <laughs> it feels like what that part of the body is supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is it, pushes right Mm -hmm. and that clenches and but you are not soft like a uh, (laughs) normal bowel movement right right (laughs) so so um it's weird for the body and so you got to do something to put you in a in a different state right right? so breath letting like like you know and i i find breathing out like it's like okay breathe out while i exit tends to tends to Mm-hmm. uh create a, an easy experience for people but it's super common for it's like it feels great it feels great it feels great it feels great and then at the end it hurts mm-hmm. right yeah and the other thing is that we would use a ton of lube and we would like stop and yeah. lubricate when we needed to and we used um, uber lube yeah we yeah. used uber lube and which is i i quite like uber lube um there's other lubes and you know just experiment with what works for you be aware mm-hmm. of of uh 
uh, you know, don't play with silicone toys and silicone, all that kind of basic toy stuff. But um, I find uh, water-based lubes are not great for anal because they tend to be absorbed really quickly. Mm -hmm. Silicone lube tends to, to do a good job of staying and has the staying power because what, what will end up happening with water-based lubes is you'll get halfway through the experience and the lube runs out, but now you're, it's like, it's not in the right spot anymore. So it's, it's not easy to reapply. Mm -hmm. So, so the, I find the silicone lube tends to make for the better experience. Yeah. And we already have sex with liberator pads down because I'm a massive squirter. So you can put a towel right. down, a liberator pad down, whatever kind of like yeah, squirt exactly. protection. <laughs> and then you can just throw it in the like washing machine when you're done, if there's any cleanliness yeah. things, and then like clean up after. So exactly. super easy process. Um, and yeah, like for anyone who is listening and has a very sexual partner who just wants to like fuck them in the ass, like share this episode with them and be like, Hey, I could potentially get there. We're not going to like put the expectation that like I will in a certain amount of time, but I didn't think that I'd be having like multiple squirting orgasms from anal and be like, we for a long time there were like ending every session with anal because I wanted it mm-hmm. so fucking much. Like I still yeah. create anal and I'm like, oh my God, like. <laughs> no, and, 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 you know, I think that it's, it's really valuable, I think for people to hear Mm-hmm. real stories about going from a place of even a place of like having tried it and being like it's not bad but I don't mm-hmm. love it to a place of I am ex- like hungry for and excited yes. because mm-hmm. it can be such a beautiful powerful intimate and really yummy experience for to, for people to share mm-hmm. um and you know it, it it's uh y- it's so much more three-dimensional mm-hmm. than what we see and what we hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can be. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so, so good. And then also like part of my brain is like, and you can't get pregnant from it. So it's really nice. <laughs> I want to just say one small thing to the, to, to, to the guys that hopefully are now listening to this, mm-hmm. uh, having their, their partner being like, Hey, I could get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them, the, the, these sexual blueprint folks to know, like, um, my sexual blueprint very much gets fed, right? Like I, like I've done a lot of work to embrace a lot of different ways of making love to a partner, but, um, I, I, I definitely get to just enjoy just like watching my cock slide up her ass. Like it is fucking great. It feels so tight on my cock and I love it. And I can't wait to just feel myself like, just like shooting d- deep inside her. Like I fucking love that. <laughs> and it is totally possible to have both the like deep reverent romantic and also be like, yeah, I am plowing my partner's ass and mm-hmm. it feels fantastic. And she is my little anal slut and all the good things. Right. You know, like, mm-hmm. right. And I just, I want to speak a little bit of that blueprint because that blueprint is not excluded here. Right. We talk about the other one to invite people who don't, you know, cause <laughs> sexual blueprint people like are probably not coming to this podcast being like, Oh man, how it was like, no, I, I, I did it. I, I stuck it there and it went, it went great. You know? <laughs> like, you know? Like, so we talk in this way, but like, your needs are desired here too, right? Like they're like both, both Laura and I have strong sexual blueprints. We just also have a lot of the others too. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just want to be encouraging. It's like, 
you can get to that place where he's like, yeah, I got it. Right. You know? like, <laughs> right. Yes. And like, there's little milestones along the way. So I want to encourage you to celebrate all of the milestones because sometimes okay. it can suck when you're like, I just want to get to this end goal and it's not happening. And as much as I was frustrated and it was painful and hard as fuck to like go years and years and years and years without orgasming at all. Like, Oh my God, I'm so grateful for all the lessons that I learned and the healing that I did to be like, okay, taking orgasms and end goals off the table to just like, let whatever happens allows so much sexual pleasure. So definitely inviting you to just like, take whatever you would expect it in your brain off the table and just be like, we're going to be here. We're going to be present and let it unfold from that. Like allow yourself to trust Mm -hmm. your body, connect with your body more, even outside of the bedroom. So you can be like, Oh, like I feel the sensation there when you're just like standing still like notice, okay, is my anal sphincter clenched right now? Okay. It is. Can I take some deep breaths and just relax that? Like, even while you're listening to this right now, like, can you tune in and just like relax your ass? Like the more comfortable you get with all those things, the more everything will flow more smoothly for the expansion. And like, now I'm like, yeah, I can go hard and fast with anal and have a bunch of different positions and it's great. And a lot of the stuff that we do is smooth and we don't have to check in. And it's just like, this is the process and it's unconscious and we just like go and it's awesome and like explore new things and add more stuff. And it's super hot and you can get there. And the way that we've gotten there and the way that I teach my clients to get there and that has worked the best for what we've seen is small baby steps and celebrate the fact that you're doing the thing and you're being present and celebrate all of that instead of being like, I'm not fucking there yet. Oh my God, we're doing failures and it's bad. Like everything's learning lessons and that builds to get you to where you want and places even better that your human mind can't fucking fathom right now. Like incredible, amazing soul expansive sex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, for, so for those energetic couple, energetic sexual couples where one partner is the energetic and the other is the sexual, mm-hmm. just do everything you can celebrate together, all the little yeah. victories, because, you know, and if you're the energetic partner, encourage your partner that you want this, that you have a desire to be exploring and, and you know, that you want to be doing, doing these things, because I know as a sexual blueprint, like when I'm in my sexual blueprint mode or my friends who are like really sexual, sexual blueprinted, um, it, it can feel a little bit like hearing uh, more reasons you can't get your needs met. Right. Right. And this, that's not what this is. This is ways which you can become the hero who always gets their needs met. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, so try, try and think of it that way. <laughs> yes. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to shoot some messages on Instagram to the pleasure and prosperity Instagram account. We love hearing after the show and you're invited to put it into the comments or my dms it's seeming like people have a lot more (laughs) excitement sending me private messages and i'm like thrilled beyond belief (laughs) to get them and thank you so much for everybody for sharing right yeah i do communicate them with consent back to david too so (laughs) he gets to hear all the excitement of people's stuff and we do love to get that engagement i I love all of your emojis Oh yeah. So, so good. Anything else you want to say before we close? I, you know, enjoy surrendering the booty. (laughs) (laughs) Wishing you so much amazing pleasure with it. (laughs) So anyone who's feeling called to you and your world, how can they connect with you after the show? 
Um, this can certainly, certainly, uh, the, the website's still coming and <laughs> had some weird hiccups, but the website's on its way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, I think I have a, a Instagram account that people can contact me through. Um, and I, I think, and I forget, forget what other things, but they're out there. He'll you know? me and your email is what we've typically been putting out for you. Do you want to yeah, say yeah. which Instagram account to find you under? Um, yeah, yeah, my my uh, bliss and agony account. Awesome, lovely. And if you're called to working with me in my world and any of the various containers I have, you can apply to work with me in a pleasure and prosperity call, where we're going to talk about where you're at and where you desire to be and your sexual awakening and expansion or business or money and all the things because they are all tied together. It's so fun to like work on one thing and see how it literally improves every other area of someone's life. It's so fucking fun. You'll also learn the number one thing you can focus on next. That's going to be like your big needle mover, kind of like the big domino piece that doing that makes everything else easier or unnecessary and create a personal plan for you and moving forward. So if that feels good, you can apply to work with me in the show notes as well. And we're sending you all so, so, so much love as you explore your pleasure and begin to open more into anal pleasure and hmm, honoring you so much for listening and being just like maybe curious and just being like I'm just gonna like be kind of intrigued by this right now and it doesn't need to do anything or go anywhere you can just be intrigued by it for a little while (laughs) amen Hmm, bye